And welcome back to the Taiku Podcast. Today we are talking about Ace of Diamond. And we have a bevy of guests here to join me in praising or complaining about it. First off, co-host, Corey. Um, I'm only wearing my underwear, but that's because I haven't had time to take a shower yet. Corey. This is your fault. This is we your don't fault. Need to know about this. <laughs> it just got done mowing my lawn, all right? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> what? You want me to wear my sweaty, nasty clothes? We can't smell you. It's okay. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> uh, the better representative of the Eastern Time Zone we have from Save versus Me, Jared. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I, I'm wearing pants, so <laughs> I'm I'm doing okay. Um. Yeah, I asked my parents for sweatpants for my birthday, and that's what I'm wearing. But they're the terrible ones that have the constricting leg part, and I don't really feel like cutting them. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, but you're not going to trip over yourself then. I don't care. They're more comfortable. Anyway, (laughs) our Mountain Time Zone representative, we got Chris. I I'm dying. You're not dying. You're just sick. Well, don't die until we're done. Yeah. (laughs) Until we're done. Serve us first. Just until we're done, but I was we were gonna talk about bicycles next week. I wanna make it till then. Oh, right. <laughs> uh and finally our Western Pacific time zone representative, we got Dana. Hello. My first podcast, so be nice. Yay. Yeah, mine too. Wow, really? Yeah. Also, I have a spoiler. Um I'm actually in the central time zone. But, you know. Oh, shit. Do I have to leave now? <laughs> I thought you were Eastern. No, Alabama is still in central time zone. Oh, man. It's those damn Georgians next yeah. door. In the There's East. like a tiny sliver of Florida that's in central time. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> hey, that's the redneck Riviera, man. That's the best part. <laughs> All right. Well, the Eastern time zone is not representing well then. It might be represented the best. You don't know. There we go. (laughs) Alright, so we're here to talk about Ace of Diamonds, or Ace of the Diamonds, I don't really care which. Diano Ace. There we go. go. Uh, It's about this scrappy uh, southpaw from... I forgot where now. (laughs) But he goes to this big school that is known for winning... But it hasn't had a winning season for a while. Uh, and then they do more stuff. Wow. It's about baseball, Corey. Oh, no. I mean, it could really be that simple. <laughs> uh, so what are your guys' first impressions of Ace of Diamond? Let's start with Jerry. Um, I, I like it. Um, I, I kind of wanted to, to, to punch the main character in the throat at first. Um. <laughs> But, All the time. Yeah, pretty much every five minutes. Um, 
but he's he's grown on me over god what 75 episodes yep. i guess so um i like the show it's kind of reminds me a little bit of like the sports culture we have here but i can get into that later i don't want to get in that whole diatribe now <laughs> uh cory what do you first think about this it was uh it was good and then it got great and then i was like uh and then i got great again and then it got it was the worst thing ever and then at the end it was, it was the worst like, thing ever <laughs> wrong <laughs> and then at the end it it was like all right uh okay but i don't need to watch any more of this chris brings up <laughs> Well, I think I want to um, watch Corey watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said specifically what our first impressions were, and my first impression of Ace of Diamond was that it was really, really good. My final impression was a little bit less so. <laughs> so, no, I totally get exactly where Corey's com- coming from. Um, I really, really liked the show, and the thing that I like liked the most about it also leads into what made the last 13 episodes so disappointing is apart from you know a majority of the other baseball series that i've watched or read it's ace of diamond is not about oh this character has this huge emotional reason to go to nationals or it doesn't solely focus on this one pitcher as the you know entire focus of the series the series it's entirely about the team and the actual sport the the series doesn't give a fuck about Sawamura or Furuya it doesn't care about any of those individual characters that are supposedly the main characters it focuses on the team as a whole and teamwork you know playing the sport as a team enjoying the sport as a team and the series excels so good in that manner because of a very strong cast. The third years were the best. Yep. Like they're the first years, there's like three of them and two of them are pitchers and the series really doesn't care about them. It's all about the third years and you can see where this is going to why I was pretty let down by the last 13 episodes because the series now tried to change itself to where it was like all the other baseball series where the main character has this huge super emotional reason for doing things and it did it by the most asinine bullshit reasons and it was great just being about the team playing some damn baseball that was what it did great and it did it great for what 52 episodes yeah <laughs> I, I, I kept telling Corey on Twitter that I was actually pretty disappointed that the second season was starting immediately because I really wanted a break because the series is it basically hit the reset button it full reset it nuked the entire storyline it nuked everything that mattered and it hit the reset button yep. and I was kind of done with it and if if I could have had a season or two between the end and the start of the second season it would have been good but I'm just kind of like uh, but thankfully, there's three stupid bullshit recap episodes, so I do get about a month reprieve. <laughs> so you were so emotionally desolate over the end of the series that you had to watch the recap episode immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, you it's, poor a new, man. it's a new time slot and it's a new day, so the the series is being marketed to a completely different demographic now. 
That's why they're doing the recap. I didn't know it was a recap episode. I just said, okay, Uh-oh. next episode, fire it up. And then, like, five minutes in, I was like, wait a minute. It's ten minutes in. Five minutes. <laughs> well, because it started off with the, the journalists and stuff. So I was like, okay, so we're going to hang out with the journalists for a little bit. And then it was like, no, they're just using that as a flashback device. And then ten minutes in, I said, they're not going to do anything new, are they? <laughs> well, I might as well finish it. Ten minutes. <laughs> I admire your fortitude, sir. <laughs> hey, I watched all of those Space Brothers recaps as they aired. That's that's a whole different ball of wax. Yes, Space it is. Brothers, Space Brothers, the greatest show. Pretty much, yeah. God, let's not get into that. We'll <laughs> never stop. Dana, first impressions. First impressions were it was really really good, and then it got really really great. And for me, it stayed great. Although I can see uh, Chris's point about it. Like losing some momentum when third years left, but I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind, I kind of want to see how how a, a new team will progress and all that. Yeah, that's basically it. I like I for me Ace of Diamond. I rank it below Haikyuu, which is my favorite sports anime. Um, ever? I don't know about ever. I, of the current ones that have that have aired recently, because Epo is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Punching people in the face. <laughs> but bicycles, you guys. I like okay. See now here, Corey with the K and I disagree because he ranks Yoa Peta higher than Ace of Diamond, and I I don't do that because of the weak second season. I don't like what I'm hearing about. Second season was the best. Second season was but, the best. No, it had that green <laughs> jersey team, and that was like no. uh, three old. episodes. No. And then and then everybody started dying, and it was amazing. The second season of that show was the Planet Nemec arc of that show. It took forever for them to do one race. But no. every episode had it's a horrible. purpose. Every episode had a it's purpose. Horrible. There was a point. I don't, there was I don't, a goal. I, I like, don't like shows where the where the characters die. "Quote unquote, one by one." That just that gets embarrassing. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, no, it's really funny. Chris and Corey will get into it next week. I say I say it was horrible, but it actually I don't I don't think it was that. I I liked it, but it, I still it liked was, it. But for the love of God, it took forever. Yeah, it did. Like for, it took so long for me that by the time we got to that last episode, I was like, "This is great. I don't care." It took like seventy freaking episodes to get there. <laughs> Yay. So Fall off your bike. Be done. <laughs> Ace of Diamond, you like it more than bicycles, Dana, you were saying. Yes. I I, I think it ranks a little bit higher than Yoapetta, although those last few episodes of Yoapetta were pretty awesome, especially the finale. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 Ace of Diamond, I've been engaged the entire time, like with the, with the cliffhanger episode endings and all that stuff. It's just... I've just been excited about every single episode. Whereas your pet in the middle, I got a little bit like, okay, let's see where they go here. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I like Ace of Diamond better than your pet. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I agree with Dana. I think that's, I think that's exactly how I feel about it. Like Ace of Diamond, you know, I think what they were trying to do with the whole senpai losing there, oh. falling short at the end I think it was, you know, it was that kind of lesson for the young people, because right now you're Chris is right. Right now it is about the the third year guys, right? But it's not going to be forever. And I guess they wanted to set that up as you know this 
new season that they're going into or whatever has got to the, we've got to avenge our senpais type motivation, I guess. Yeah. That's totally what they're doing. And it makes perfect sense. I just, everybody that they got to replace the third years, they suck. They all suck. suck. Well, wait, bro. The, the little Yakuza dude's great. What's his name? Uh, Maya Zono, who's got the scary face. Maya Zono? Like, Fuck Zono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zono's going to be in like the Yamaguchi Gumi in like three years. Don't worry. Moscow, Moscow is so much better than Zono. Moscow had like seven lines in the entire series. And most of them were... <laughs> yeah, and they were all very important. Zono will break your face, man. That's what's... <laughs> Zono's... Oh, he looks straight up like a gangster. They're following a very similar progression with the two characters, too, because Moscow had that same trouble with getting Hicks, getting power Hicks consistently. Yeah, but Moscow didn't have a shitty speech with Haruichi. <laughs> that was so... Oh, I hated it. Zona's like, you don't understand. I didn't play on the team. I don't care if you lost, because you don't understand me. Trying to guilt trip Haruichi. Ugh. No one cares you didn't get to play Zono. Shut up. <laughs> You're so angry. Serious. Like, I think we're, we're losing focus. What we really need to talk about <laughs> is that one episode. It was somewhere in the 20s where the whole 22 minutes was a literal slideshow without a single ounce of animation. That was the best there were, episode. There were some more of those. That wasn't the only time. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ex- the funny thing was though, it was so exciting though like it's a perfect still frame you just hear voices yelling the lips aren't even moving and I'm all staring at my phone I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like another slideshow and then all of a sudden there's just speed lines in the background I'm just like throw them all <laughs> <laughs> it's a really really exciting series when it was on it's A game all the way up till the very end of the last game it was like it was like the most exciting thing ever. Like yeah, like Dana was saying, the cliffhangers. The cliffhangers got so bad, I started skipping episodes. I said, "Fuck you! I'm gonna watch two or three in a row. I can't deal with you for a week." <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't deal with all the cliffhangers because I was just like so worked up at the end of every episode. I was like, "No, I'm gonna start skipping episodes. I can't deal with this." It's very exciting and it was very engrossing. <laughs> uh, well, let's roll back. To the time. Yes, if we could turn back time. <laughs> I don't know Roll if my memory goes back that far, but okay. Roll back to the beginning, episode one, when he's okay. being recruited by the uh, the Seiko lady, and he basically gets in by having a competition with their power hitter at the time, uh, Azuma. Uh, that was. I don't know if I fell in love with the series pretty immediately. But after that face-off, I liked it a lot more. Because they're focusing on all these really baseball aspects of it instead of instead of the characters, which I haven't seen a lot of in, in baseball anime. I get granted, I haven't watched that many of them. It was very, very, very centric on the sport itself. That's what I thought was so relieving about the series. It was yeah. all about the sport. Yeah, and you're talking about uh, how they're focusing on the third years instead of anyone else, but I don't think that's necessarily true. 
I think. Well, no, that was just a byproduct of how the team was built. You know, we you spent all the time with the third years. It was all about the team and playing baseball, not so much any individual character. Yeah. It just it just defaulted to that by you know only three characters in the whole fucking show were not third years, and only two of them actually did anything. <laughs> no, there were uh, one. Two, three, four characters that were not third years. Uh, Miyuki and Kuromochi are second years. Yeah, Miyuki, Kuromochi, and one of the outfielders are second years. And they're the best ones of the second years. Well, the outfielder didn't do anything except for be the outfielder. Isn't there the pitcher, too? Yeah, the pitchers as well. There's three Kurakami. Kawakami. Kawakami. Kurakami's the show. Fuck him. <laughs> he sucks. What is wrong with Kawakami? Every time he comes out, they lose or fuck up or something goes wrong. That's untrue. That is not untrue. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> I like him. He's a sidearm pitcher. They have a lot of uh, a huge variety of pictures in this show. Which I like. Uh, I don't know how much y'all watch real baseball. Do you? Do any of you watch real baseball? No, I no. used to. Jared? Um, I just I got hit by baseballs a lot as a kid and decided it wasn't for me. <laughs> I played I baseball played. in elementary school. I got hit by baseballs a lot as a kid, yeah. Well, I guess I wouldn't call that baseball softball. Uh, when I used to play baseball when I was younger, and I can't remember his name because I'm the worst with names, but I was literally... The super screamy, yelly third-year right fielder, Junie Sashki. Yeah, the center fielder. I, I thought he was the right fielder, but whatever. I was like literally him. It was like, hey, he you was can that throw guy. the ball pretty good. And so, why don't you try pitching? Oh, you can't control the ball for shit. Go in the outfield. Oh, you can throw it all the way home from outfield. That's where you stay. That was literally <laughs> me playing baseball when I was done. <laughs> they put me in the outfield because that's where I could fuck up the lease. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> but I love baseball, watching it, and I love uh, studying it. And when they're really into the games, I basically gave play-by-play in my reviews because one, I'm lazy, and two, that's what was going on. Uh, but I tried. No one to... wants to read a synopsis. It's not a synopsis. Well, yes, it's kind of a synopsis. But I also tried to talk about pitching in there. Because there's so there's so much information uh, that they're giving you about pitching. Because Salomar is the southpaw. He basically only throws uh, fastballs, and then he eventually started using a cutter, but that's not fully developed yet. And there's Tamba and uh, Narumiya, who are basically the same picture, except Narumiya is far better in the left-handed picture. And worse character. <laughs> talking about baseball skill here <laughs> personality is a skill <laughs> is it now do we need to bring this up there's the Saigon picture in Kawakami there's a super strikeout machine in Furia and they even had a submarine picture once they had a uh, knuckleball picture once uh, there's just like so many pictures and so much to talk about and not enough time but you do bring up a very good point, Corey, that in addition to just watching the game, 
um, and being like, I hope they win. And, you know, the super like five minutes for one pitch and it's all super intense. And you're like, oh, my God, there's, you know, the, the show does spend a lot of time with the technical aspects of the game. And it makes it more interesting because as opposed to like some of the other baseball series where it's all about an emotional crux that drives the reader or viewer along um, Ace of Diamond invites uh, the viewer into the sport. So you can kind of, instead of like watching the pitcher and the catcher, like do like magic and be like, wow, that's the greatest battery ever. Did you see that fucking magic they did? It invites the viewer in to kind of understand what the deuce they're talking about and why they're making uh, the strategic choices that they are. And that makes it more interesting too, I think. Um, as opposed to just wow, they're like the greatest duo ever. Yeah, so. if you've if you've ever seen Touch or if you've ever seen uh, Big Wind Up, those two are very much about the batteries. But yeah. by the end of Ace of Diamond, I wasn't a fan of, or I wasn't necessarily a fan of Salomar or Faria. I was a fan of Stego, and I wanted to see them win. I didn't want to see any individual pictures stacks get better. Chris forever. What? <laughs> well, I mean, you are too, but Chris in the show. Oh, Chris Senpai. Oh, yeah. I, I got confused too because Corey does that shit to me all the time. Like when the series first started, I couldn't tell if he was talking to me or if he was talking about the dude in the fucking show because he was talking to me about the dude in the show and I was getting confused. <laughs> well, he does call you Chris Senpai. Exactly. That's because you're Chris Senpai. <laughs> only only I, I didn't injure my shoulder when I played baseball it was my elbow so I'm not as cool as Ace of Diamond Chris Senpai did you have to get Tommy John and we're never the same afterward what <laughs> Tommy John I don't remember great. things no I just quit <laughs> carried on with life watched cartoons <laughs> yeah and that was the best moment of the that last what last episode or the episode before that? I bet you it was. Uh, it was oh, the last three steps up to bat. Yeah, that was <laughs> that that was that's the whole reason. Like I was okay with the ending because the third <laughs> years come back. I'm like, yeah, they get to play again, and Chris is there, and he's awesome. I was surprised they waited as long as they did to have that sort of emotional send off for the third years. But I, I mean, I guess for the pacing of the of the series, it makes sense. Uh, but it, it no, seems so far removed. We didn't need to spend ten episodes with it, him it, crying about the yips. Yeah, well, we had to get through the yips arc apparently. But yeah, no, but I mean, he it, still it, has the it's yips. not he over yet. It. Yeah. Well, there's a glimmer of hope there at the end of the last episode, maybe that he he might be turning a corner on it, but. But yeah, I I was surprised that they took as long to sort of do that, you know, the senpai right off into the sunset, literally shot. <laughs> that you know, I figured we'd see that a little closer to the to them getting knocked out of the tournament. But they could have totally eventually. cut the last thirteen episodes and had that be the last episode twelve episodes ago, and it would have been amazing. I wonder how much <laughs> I wonder how much of that they could do though. I mean, like with the the. Because I mean I'm I assume it is somewhat based off the pacing of the manga, right? So if they've got a whole bunch of that stuff that they had to burn through, you know, to to get to to even where the yips could be kind of fun again, 
you know, maybe they had to just kind of churn through it there towards the end of this last uh, season. But yeah, yeah, it, there was way too much yips, a lot of yipping. <laughs> yip 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 yip. Did a job. Yeah, we don't need any more yipping for a while. I hear Corey crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yips is like since Sawamoto is the main character, the yips is a significant problem that faces actual baseball players. I understand so that. I yeah, I like the focus on it. It was the a author of the it, manga doesn't need to pull. Yeah, exactly. Now, now the series they they hit the reset button. Now you have the dude with the super emotional purpose and the handicap. And it, yes, the yips is real and it affects a lot of real baseball players. But man, it, it's totally a cheap device that they use to try to get to bridge to the next part of the story. Everything is in reverse. And if the coach leaves, if he really leaves, then... Yeah, the new coach is a douchebag. He is. He's fucking terrible. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, without the third years, you know, the coach leaves. Sourmer's got the yips. It's like, I really don't have anything I'm looking forward to. That (laughs) coach coach is a jackass, but, but I like kind of how he's a counterpoint to... To man's man, coach man, who their 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 head coach, you know. A man's man, coach man actually cares. Dude doesn't care. He's just like, I will never trade out my ace. I'll let you out there and burn and die. I don't care about the team. I will raise my ace. And man's stroke, man, coach stroke man. my tiny my tiny little beard that's on my yeah. large chin. Yeah. <laughs> little Mephisto evil beard. <laughs> Fudu yeah, doesn't need any more ego stroking either. His I whole mean, character is, I want to pitch, I want to pitch, I want to pitch. Why am I not pitching? I can pitch. The only thing I like about Furuya is his aura and the way he stands in the background and makes everything funny. The only <laughs> thing I like about Furuya is when he fucking fails. I <laughs> I hate that one. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, I... I said earlier, you know, I wanted to punch Sawamura in the throat when I when he first came on when the show started. And I mean, that's the idea, right? We're supposed to think, oh, he's a cocky little shit, and he's going to get better, and he's going to learn how to be a team player, and then maybe one day he'll learn how to be a leader and all that crap. But God, like Furia has never done anything for me at all, not at all. He's not even he, an interesting foil for Sawamura. He could just break both of his legs and be carted off, and I'd be fine. <laughs> There's like there's nothing compelling about him other than you know he likes to pitch really hard a lot. That's all. I mean that's and that's his character. faces with Dragon Ball Z auras. They had to give him a fucking superpower to make him interesting. It's terrible. It it contrasts with Sawamura's pitching style, which is the thing that I like about it. That's pretty much it. Well, I, like his aura, I like his battle aura, like what Chris did. <laughs> Everyone likes Furuya, best character, and he's now the ace of the diamond. Plot twist. Oh, God. <laughs> He's not the ace of shit. <laughs> He's not really capable to be an ace. He's going to bomb out. Don't you worry. It's going to happen. That was pretty good when he went to play, and he's like, yeah, my shoulder's so light. And then he was just complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> Best scene of those last few episodes to me. Good. Aside from Goodbye Senpai scene, that was that was it. I've been saying this for the longest time, but I think Furio would be way better as a closer because he has no stamina and can just go all, all out for one inning. That'll so, probably be what he ends up doing. Yeah. 
who knows? That and maybe find a damn personality. <laughs> he wants to pitch. It's not enough? <sighs> no, sadly. I don't think we've ever even seen Furia even do anything else in the, over the course of 75 episodes. I think he literally just stands there and says, I want to pitch, yep. while he is pitching. I don't even know that he goes to class. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was that, Dana? Oh, I just said he plays right field. He's throwing some some stuff in. I don't remember when exactly, but yeah, I'm trying. I can't remember either. Like like half the time he goes to right field, like he might as well be out of the game. (laughs) Like why are you even putting him in right field? You never bring him back. He they will eventually. He just stands up. It's kind of hurt. That is kind of literally them taking him out of the story entirely until they need him again. <laughs> Corey. Yeah, uh, yes, or unless you're talking about other Corey. No, I'm talking to you, Mr. Showrun. <laughs> <laughs> Executive producer, please. Yes. Next. <laughs> what? What are we going to talk about now? Oh. I know, like, give us a prompt. I'm sick. I need, I need, I need guidance. The Chris <laughs> arc. We can talk about the Chris arc, the best part of the show. Yeah, that was kind of the best part of the show, wasn't it? Chris is like the only character that you really delve into and get, uh, and get a backstory of and get mm-hmm. connected to besides maybe Salmara. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Nothing He's a cool Chris. character. Like, I wish we had seen more of him, you know, because after, after he got the shine in his eyes back, that was basically the last time that we really saw him for any length. Like, he would basically come in to be, like, the fairy godmother to Sawamura and, like, make all his dreams come true and stuff, like, as a matter of convenience for the story. But after that, it was, he was he was kind of out of it. He, he was basically he was just our, a manager. He yeah, he was our scorekeeper. He would comment on the game when I had no idea what was going on. Oh, that is true. Yeah, I wish they did do more with with Chris, but you know he's the injured one. You know they couldn't they couldn't do like major league and put Tom <laughs> Berenger back out there with his bum knee because by the end of the movie he was just even in worse shape and Corbin Burnson was just being an asshole on third base. So they couldn't do that. That would have been. Horrible. So okay, I think they did to, the right choice. We made it to like 35 minutes and 17 seconds before someone brought up Major League. So I'm very proud of us all. For I'm, I'm shocked I didn't bring it up long. earlier. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Neither have I. What? Cleveland Indians. It's the best. Uh, Charlie Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Why would I want to watch anything about the Indians? Because. It totally makes fun of them. It's the best. Major League is awesome. You need to watch it. Just don't watch. You can watch parts of Major League Two, and, and but don't watch Back to the Miners. Even if Scott Bakula is in it, don't watch Back to the Miners. <laughs> Chris, you walked down some dark roads, man. <laughs> Holy I crap! I walked the lonely road. <laughs> Not only did you did you suffer two, but you even suffered enough to like. Tell us who's in the cast of three. Oh my god! I, Scott Bakula was awesome. I grew up on Quantum Leap. I had. To I did see too, it. man. But I didn't want, want to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, res, I, I respect that. That's that's wow. Damn. And we can we, we can talk about Sinbad and Necessary Roughness, but this is a baseball podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
you but guys. yeah, so I thought they did the right, the wise thing by make, taking Chris out of the game. But his arc that was kind of like the that was the catalyst for the series that I I think really hooked me because it went yeah. on through like what the first seventeen or eighteen episodes. So it was like that was the pull that kept me going, even though I knew he was going to disappear eventually. And I know. think that was really kind of the moment where Sawamura stops being just an arrogant little yeah. shit and, and, yeah. and turns into a character that you can root for. You know, that sort of transforms him, I think. The kid finally learns how to throw a baseball besides just from the mound to the point plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you mean if I hold the ball in this certain fashion, the aerodynamics improve and I can control the ball better? What is this sorcery? I don't even know what he was doing before. He just picked it up and used two fingers to throw it however he felt like. <laughs> I think he was full. I think he was palming it, like using all three or uh, three or four fingers on it, and just God. like palming it, chucking it. That's terrible. Well, I mean, he's he's basically like the Rain Man of pitching, Corey. I mean, he's the that's who? the Rain Man of pitching. Oh. He's just kind of throwing the ball, and and until he learns, you know, that's kind of his thing. Is he's got all this tremendous talent, but. You know, he hasn't really learned how to use it or learned how to really be part of a fully functional baseball team. So, you know, I feel like part of his progression over the episodes we've been in with him is is this learning how it's not all about him and learning to kind of work for the team. And I think he's to that point now, but now he's dealing with the, the good old yips uh. that we've yeah, every out. time they make progress with him, it's I, yeah. they shoot horn in some bullshit that throws him back. And it's like they're they're like int- intentionally keeping his character at a standstill by letting him improve and then hindering him in some fashion. And it's like, uh, just let him be awesome for once. One yeah. step forward, three steps back. Like in yeah. the Inoshiro game, like the first inning he pitches, he's like super awesome. And then he pitches the last inning, and he's just like, I can't deal with the pressure! <laughs> and then he throws the baseball in that dude's face. Well, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever almost uh, been in that situation? <laughs> well, he was already in that situation in the previous inning. Yeah. It, it happens, like, almost every game. Yeah, and just... there, was, there was a moment where he throws it, and I... I guess they bunted it or whatever, and the ball's going back into the field, and Moscow and him are going to get the ball, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing, Sawamura? And then the fucking Inoshiro coach is like, yeah, he did that because he sucks because he doesn't have any experience. And then it's back to, you know, Sawamura being shit again. And, like, everything he learned before just goes in the trash. And the point that Corey is making is driven home even further with the first recap episode of the second season where it goes to the one game with the crazy super batter, which the exact same thing happened then, too. Oh, his yeah. nemesis, yeah? Mr. Yeah, because, you know, Raiji. he played through the whole line. Todoroki, or whatever his name is? Yep. Yeah, Todoroki. Raiju? Raichi. Raiku? Raichi. 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 There you yeah. go. Yeah, and it's like, okay, it's time for me to be switched out. I'm going with Sawamura. The coach is putting his faith in me. Oh, my God! And he fucks it up. And then it takes, like, four episodes for him to, to like, even Feel step better. around again. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the exact same thing that happened at the, the end of the... I think you're going to be waiting a while, though. 
before you before you kind of see him be the guy you want him to be. Like this season, I bet. Like is he ever gonna be the ace? Yeah, I think he will be. Like in his third year, I think that's when it happens. If, well, if that's not like before, hundred more episodes. Well, like uh, more than that. The first, his first year is clearly, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and I'm gonna stumble around like a drunken idiot and eventually figure out how how to throw the baseball the right way. And he does that, but then he doesn't have the composure, and he breaks down, and he does, that's a part of him he doesn't have yet. I bet this. I think the second season coming up is going to be kind of the growth arc for him where he really starts to blossom into a guy who will eventually probably be like the linchpin of his team. But yeah. I can't give you that payoff yet. We're going to have to suffer and earn it first. <laughs> well, these but the, all the interesting characters are gone. We got new ones to be interested in now. Dude, but it's going to take 26 like, episodes. Sucks. He doesn't suck. He's the former Kanamaru sucks. <laughs> Shirasu doesn't even do anything. He was he was okay when the third years were there because they were awesome. But now it's like Shirasu is like a main dude. And it's like he is doesn't that, even talk. Is that the dude with the weird little eyes that are yes. like completely different yes. from everybody else? He's the yep. right fielder. What the hell is up with that? I don't like, know. <laughs> Well, Corey does bring up a good point. They do suck. Like, the whole time that they've been training leading up to the fall tournament, like, if all of a sudden in the fall tournament they win more than one game, you have to just go call bullshit. Because like, it's like, they're, they're so bad now. at this point. It's like, you can't just magically have them start winning games in the tournament. This is a different kind of Sago team. This isn't the power hitting one. This is one that's very much focused on pitching and defense. Who has lost win. every single game Man. they've played. They have third every single game. Too. So that just shows they're so much well, better. Part of, well, part of it, too, is we didn't get to see the third years be shitty. Like, we, we got to see them with, like, a big training montage in the middle of the first season where it was like, oh, we're going to swing our bat slot, then we're going to gambate our best, and then we're going to be awesome. And then, you know, like, they, they got awesome. But we didn't, we didn't see them. We saw them at their peak. There's right. a reason they why a bit them of sucking. Back, there's a reason why them sucking was correlated to you know put into just a flashback because yeah. it's not a very interesting show to watch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you don't want to watch the perennial losers. <laughs> well, you know something, but you know with with Japanese sports, you know the the whole one lose you're and you're out madness, you know. It's cool that they have the fall tournament, and I expect it to keep going. They probably won't get to nationals until Salver's third year. I'm okay with that. It's just 75 episodes is a long-ass time, dude. I've been watching this show for almost two years, and I'm basically having to start. We're all the way back at the beginning. (laughs) No. That makes me, that that puts a little damper on me, you know. But that's why I say, you know, I don't dislike the show. I just needed a break. Like right. next spring, if that's when the second season starts, be like, all right, let's get this shit going again. I just you can't you can't keep beating beating the brother down and expect him to keep going with the same enthusiasm. So Chris needs some goddamn payoffs. What he needs, you know, they should have won. I'm for serious. Like, they should have won. They should have yeah. won. Let them lose in the first game. Yes, of nationals. let them lose in nationals, and they can, and they can be like, oh yeah, we, you know, we weren't good enough for nationals, but you know, we, we know that won. we have the gumption to get there. Yeah, I bet they, they get to won. nationals. I bet they get to nationals in in this quote unquote 
like as he becomes a second year, you know. Yeah. But I, I bet I bet they don't like go far or win it until it, you know, until oh. the end. I mean, that's the then, end, right? When Inoshito goes to Nationals and then they like just wipe the floor with everyone, that just made me even more pissed off. It, yeah, they made it to the very final game and it was oh no, not a didn't give up games. any runs. Ugh. He's so good. Everyone loves him. That's ridiculous. No one gives up no runs. Exactly. <laughs> he like plays every inning. He's just like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm so cool. And especially if you're playing every inning. In the Major League Baseball, you get four or five days of rest at least in between starts. <laughs> I and can't he's believe he's not get he's not like he's so good in this animated program. What's going on? It's also voice so unrealistic. Which just yeah, makes it's true. Work. It's true. Guilty crown all over again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a low blow, Corey. We're bringing up things from too long ago. <laughs> oh, 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 I think I think I'm hurting. <laughs> I think I, I might even, need a I moment with that one. I watched the second season of Guilty Crown where it got bad. I only watched the first season and thought it was all right. Dana, you're so quiet. <laughs> because I'm I'm not used to talking this much on a pod on in on just in general. <laughs> And also, Thank my memory is really bad, and I didn't have time to go back and watch all seventy-five episodes, Damn, or at least the first time. I have time to watch seventy-five episodes. Heavens no! I have no idea like what's going on. I just remember the cliff notes. The recap episode did help a lot <laughs> <laughs> because it only showed the one game, other than to make you mad. <laughs> <sighs> I have all the screenshots that I took out. Uh, for my reviews in front of me, except they're vague enough, like I don't remember what happened in most of them. <laughs> remember, there was a lot of baseball and a lot of trying our best, and then some failure, and then some yips, and some senpais walking away. And there you go. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's pretty much my my memory of it. I remember it being really good. <laughs> very excited. And yeah, and being super excited and like yelling about it on Twitter or online or whatever. <laughs> you know, I. It's it's interesting that like there's some shows I watch that I will that stick with me and they're like so even though they're so like they may not be as exciting they like really stick with me but like Ace of the Diamond all the details kind of blur together but the the feeling of an excitement and anticipation they really executed well on that I thought yeah and, yeah. and yeah. that's what I kind of carry away from it they have some good music that helps but. They kind of abused that in the Inoshiro game. They'd play that awesome music, like, yeah, the guitar solo, and then just like, straight cut. And then they just got fucked up. And then (laughs) music. Like, what happened to transitions? Well, the Inoshiro game lasted uh, a lot of episodes. Yeah. Hours for nine innings. It was long See, I don't if you just watched that. the game. I don't even notice it. I mean, it was great. I really enjoyed it up until the ninth inning. <laughs> I mean, the only thing was Diosuke being shitty and being like, no, I can play. My shin doesn't hurt. I can power through it. And then, you know, maybe if Haruichi was there, that would have helped. But of course not. Haruichi did his part. Yeah, he did do his part, but then... You get he, to see his eyeball. That means exciting and, things are coming. Wait, you <laughs> saw his eyeball? I don't remember this. Alex, <laughs> his eyes? How do you not remember this? 
Every that's time his eyes show, that means something awesome is going to happen. When he's batting, he's lo- and he like gets yeah, in the zone. That's like his final form, dude. Like you, yep. you see those eyes, you better get ready. You're not allowed he's to say it's a zone, Corey. <laughs> discussed this before. Craig Mike Broco's basketball. <laughs> yeah, every time any sports show says anyone is in the zone and they don't have lightning eyes, I get very upset and disappointed. <laughs> trying to suppress all of my thoughts about Kuroko's basketball right now. But it's great. Oh, it's it's such a like it is it really is the Dragon Ball Z of sports anime. Like right. like basketball is the sport that I watch more than not and it's just that show is so ridiculous. Yes it is. <laughs> yes. I love it, but it's so ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hadoken this basketball across, the road. <laughs> and this dude's gonna catch it with his lightning eyes, and he's gonna slam dunk it, and it's, it's gonna so have good. speed lines, and he's gonna like scream and like roar like a, I, I don't know, man. That that Kuroko's is the best. It is, but oh my god, it's so, it's so over the top. It's ridiculous. I still need to watch the. I'm, I'm still not caught up on the new stuff. I'm, yeah, I need to watch season three. Yeah, I've watched like one episode. Well, Kenny keeps posting how many episodes that happen in real life. So <laughs> that was crazy. One of the things I just to go back to a point you made earlier, Corey, about how they really spend a lot of time trying to be true to the game and like the the technicals of the game is, you know, I I grew up in a family that likes baseball a lot, and um, you know, one of my siblings went on to play. Not well, softball in college, and um, so I've, I've watched a lot of games, but like I never really learned a lot of the terminology and stuff. So things like pitch to contact, which I used to always see them yelling about pitching to contact, and I don't even know what that means. I went, well, well, that exactly right, and I went, <laughs> what the hell is pitching to contact? So I, I googled it the other day, like when I was watching the episode, and I went, hey, okay, that's where they're not, they're they're trying to make the batter hit the ball poorly, you know, it's like that kind of stuff, like that's. That is something you don't get a lot in the a lot of the other sports shows, I think. And I mean, that's just one example. But I, I think that was a really good point about the show is that it really does try to it, it really focuses on the game almost to a fault, almost to the exclusion of of like character development outside it. Like we don't know other than Chris, we don't really know a whole lot about the lives of any of these people. You know, it's kind of like there's the baseball field and like there's this one backdrop that's a classroom and you know that's about it so i thought that was pretty neat yeah Definitely. i like that a lot so. yeah it adds some uh spice or whatever for lack of a better word to the show when they're talking about all the mechanics or you know how everything works even though i have no idea what any of it means so uh Sawamoto is very much a picture to contact picture so what? Uh, because his his release is so late, it it uh, screws up the batter's timing. So they're either they're either gonna swing early, trying to catch up with it, or swing late uh, because they're not too fat. They're not fast enough, and that's just gonna uh, ground ball it to one of the infielders who can easily throw it to first base and get the out. Mm. Yeah, but Chris said he's gonna teach him a new pitch where he can just strike out everyone. I by, think by using his yips to his advantage, like they're not even going to try to cure him of the yips. Chris is just like, all right, we can deal with. I was going to teach you this before, but I didn't. I wonder <laughs> why. Hmm. But now it's useful. 
<laughs> you can't teach Sawamura everything at once. He's not going to remember it. True. So what's going to happen when Chris is gone, huh? Who's who's gonna be who's gonna oh. be Sawamura's new fairy godmother that makes the new manager all the secret is techniques? Like, it's just like one of those girls. She, she's no Chris. Like when she's the, the awesome girl though. Series. They start playing games again. You know, Chris is all like explaining what's happening. He's like super awesome. Then this girl, she's not. She's she's not Chris. Nobody can be Chris. Chris can the whole be Chris. future is in flux. That's totally the best girl, though. She's awesome. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'm always they hoping were... for that girl from a uh, Salamers Junior High to come up to Sago and play for them. Yes, <laughs> it'll never happen. That would be awesome. No. <laughs> Some reason she would probably be best girl if she showed up more. Oh, we're talking about the journalists. They're the best. <laughs> they they should narrate forever. The journalists. Oh, they're okay. The li- the lady, I don't she's know. She's learning. always asking questions. She's like, "What?" And then that, it's, the it's, other, it's the cheapest device, it. but it works. That, that's all. To, that's all to set up Mister Exposition Pants, so he can explain all this crap that you know can set up the rest of the context of the particular episode that he's in, because that's the only time he shows up. Because without stuff to explain, he just kind of is a waste of carbon. <laughs> That's most sports writers, though. And for some reason, they <laughs> seem like the most important journalists in Japan. <laughs> it's kind of weird. They just walk up to Masa and Inoshiro, and they're just like, hey, what's up? Here's a on-the-spot interview. How does it feel to leave? <laughs> oh, and then they make that other dude captain, and he just looks like a f- fumbling idiot. Miyuki? Like, Masa's like, oh, no, he's reliable. He can't do anything but clean up after everyone, but he's a great. He's going to be a great captain. Uh, you mean Miyuki? What? No. I'm talking about Inoshiro. Oh. Because Masa is a third year, yeah. so he's going away. Yeah. And they made some fucking idiot the captain. Oh, some guy that's a perennial bench warmer. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I, uh, I well, I just that. powered through 30 episodes, so <laughs> it's kind of fresh in my mind. <laughs> no, it was some guy that was clearly a more of a manager type guy. Yeah. Uh, but because no one on Inishiro's team is suitable of being a captain besides him, he just became the captain. <laughs> uh, they should just out of the captain and get done with it. His ego is big enough. That dude's such a jerk face. You don't need him to have more ego. He's so fragile, though. Oh, I'm going to sit on the top of this bunk bed and cry under my blanket. Because <laughs> I lost the Nationals, and no one understands how crazy Nationals is. <laughs> that is pretty serious business, though. They're so like, harsh. That is that is like well they they lose the first game the first time they go there and then the second time they go there they just shit all over everyone <laughs> and I don't think anything really changed except he got a little bit sad yeah sadness is a powerful motivator this is anime Corey <laughs> but that's why Sato is going to rise because they had their characters killed off and that is the most powerful sadness. Yeah, but Narumiya makes a terrible like villain, or you got we gotta 
we got to get revenge on Narumiya. Like, I don't give a shit about them. They don't need I to be I, I, focus anymore. I hope they, like, to- so, like, with the fall tournament and stuff, I hope they, like, totally dick it up to where, like, Inoshiro loses to some bullshit team and they never even get to play them in the fall tournament. <laughs> That'd be amazing. He's lost to a team they had no business losing to because everyone was off. Yeah. I hope oh, Yakshi awesome. or Akikawa beat Inoshiro. Which one is both of those? Yakshi has oh, I, know. I remember which Yakshi, yeah. Voiced by Hiroshi Kamiya, which is he's super awesome. And then uh Akikawa has the like clock dude or whatever, the guy who can oh, put the ball yeah. in the grid wherever he Chinese wants. Dude. Yeah. Wait, I thought he couldn't play anymore. I thought he was done. He doesn't have another year, but he can play in this ball tournament since they're technically still second year. Yeah, he was at the very oh. end he's he's shown pulling the thing out of the box for the fall tournament. That's right. Jeez. I would would share on this. Like, all those other characters, like, I I remember the impressions they made, but I didn't recognize any of them. They're the end or anything. It's just whatever. I didn't either. What? The only ones I remember are the little blonde douche lord and then the the baseball playing, you know, the Basically, the the kid that's Ajun, but like a baseball player, like the knuckleball like, player. No, no, um, the batter, right. the batter. Yeah, right. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all. I remember players. the knuckleball oh. pitcher because he was somehow the only person in the show that wore glasses. So uh-uh. that that allowed me to remember him. The Chinese guy wore glasses. Yeah. Did he? Maybe yeah. I'm confusing those two. Everybody is the same. Also, Miyuki wears glasses. No, Miyuki, Miyuki wears, like, some Cyclops visor. <laughs> he wears glasses out he of wears glasses off yeah. the field. He also has... Those okay, are probably fine. He's still a like, Yeah, Miyuki is an asshole. Whoops. <laughs> like, like, Miyuki's one of those characters that should be more likable. Yeah, he, he should. But but he keeps, like, saying just asshole things, yep. and it's just like... Dude, come on. What are you doing? The only I good like character him. left on Sado is Kudamochi. Well, Dana, did oh. you say you you like you like Miyuki? I like Miyuki, even though but I might be biased. That whole glasses thing might be biasing me. Uh, <laughs> you've got a you've got a Megane thing, don't you? Okay. And that's what you and Corey were enough. talking about earlier. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. We are Megane Boo. It's kinda <laughs> I, I want to like Miyuki, I really do. But then every time I I, I, I think I'm ready, he, he he does some just dick move to Sawamura. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. It's it's okay. You're gonna you're gonna win some games too. I like how he can't hit know. unless somebody's on base. Yeah, well, that's not really true anymore. He's getting better. Yeah. Somehow they haven't really explained that. Well, he's always a good hitter. He's just he's better under duress, I guess. So he has the anti-yips, in other words. Yeah. <laughs> the Sago team is not the same Sago team. It's not. It's worse. The show is not the same well, yeah, show. They're a worse baseball team. I think it's kind of a cool thing, though. Like, I think we're going to see, to Corey's point, I think we're going to see kind of a, a different style of baseball and sort of learn about that. So we've learned about power-hitting baseball, and, and now we get to study, like, defensive baseball and it gives them an opportunity to build up these other characters, and hopefully they'll do it in a way where 
you know, this, um, you know, the, the Miyuki led generation is going to have its own kind of quirk and charm to it and, and, and eventually be distinct. Or that's what I'm hoping. Um, you know, I would, I would hate for them to kind of shit the bed like with this upcoming season, but we'll see. We'll see what they do. Sounds like we're going right into tournament town again. Yep. Straight yep. away. Uh, well, that's what that's Japanese sports. It's all about the tournament. That's the only thing that matters. They're one one win, one loss elimination tournament. Oh, I get that, but Christ, they <laughs> could do some kind of character driven thing for three or four episodes, do as a palate cleanser before we get all into the. You know, let's go. That's what they technically the did for the last twelve episodes, and we can move on to the tournament now. Well, that wasn't a palate cleanser, though. That was like just shitting on us. <laughs> I, I have hopes. I, I still want to enjoy the show, and it it seems to be really resonating with people because the show was threatened to be canceled like four times. It's like it's only going to be a twenty six episode show. Oh, we extended it to thirty seven. Oh, we extended it to fifty two. Oh, now it's going to be seventy five. It's like no, now there's a second season, so it just fucking will never end. But nobody's going to say that it will never end. You know. So, one thing about this show, it, it, the friends that I have in Japan, like that I made a while back, they, you know, they've got kids and everything now, and and some of them, they, I never hear them talk about anime ever, but this show, um, like every week, uh, a friend of mine and his his son, who's a baseball player and is in elementary school right now, they they clear their calendars for the 28 minutes that this show runs. <laughs> And they will watch this show like religiously. And so, That's really cool. I can totally yeah. see it though. The, the show—it's a different type of show. It feels different to me than the other baseball series I've watched or read. And I really—I like that about it. It's—it's it's got a special little thing to it. I think it's weird though that I don't see a lot of merchandise for a for Ace of Diamond, not like Yo for the Fujoshis, like the not like Yo and Haikyuu and stuff like that, and Kuroko. There's a lot of little stuff. That's an interesting point because you would think that this show being so focused on just these young guys doing what they do, you know, you think that that would be fertile ground. But Yawapeta and Kuroko's, those two, those two shows are like openly gay. (laughs) There's there's nothing like overtly gay about Ace of Diamonds. Did you just so, you know, say Yaoi no, Because I could swear. totally like Chris and Sawamuda dojins. <laughs> uh, there's also Kimochi and Ryosuke dojins. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. How do you know this? Uh, uh, <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Jaren? I, I swear uh, it's probably just me, but I and this will tell you too much about me. But I swear you said Yowie Peta just now. <laughs> Maybe. And now I can't I can't unhear that from my mind. It's always gonna it's be totally true mind. though. <laughs> I might have to just call it that from now on. <laughs> Alrighty then. There's a lot of merchandise. It's just like small stuff or like like knickknack type of things. Well, it's just weird because, I mean, like, people have gone to Japan. They said there's Yoa Peta stuff everywhere, like everywhere, and then Haikyuu stuff, too, and Kuroko, but, like, nothing. Oh, there's a there's a wall scroll of them all making pastries. That's adorable. 
that would be a fun. That's what they need to do. That's totally what they need to do. Instead of a tournament arc, they need to head fake us all and then have them. Like, <laughs> you have to make souffles as part of your training. You know, like that would be that would be amazing. Well, the new the coach rest. does look like one of those weird, you know, douchey hipster type. He might do it with his little Mephisto goatee. That'll be the new training <laughs> regiment. I love. There's a point where he says like, like, oh, I'm jealous that you know everyone like. Put so much stock into Kataoka Kantoku, uh, but th- the shitty coach, he's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Just no one comes back to me for anything. It's weird." <laughs> really, because, you wonder? <laughs> it's because Kataoka is a is a man's man, and that other dude's like a he's got a little tuft of hair on his chin. Like I don't know what to say about him, <laughs> and he's an ass. It's amazing when the assholes don't understand why they don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I totally ship the coach and and what's her name, um, Rachel, manager, recruiter, lady. Yeah, yeah. That's, she disappeared that's totally so happen. quickly from the series. I was sad. I, I was surprised. I don't know his name, but the the guy that's always freaking out. He's like, oh my god, where did the baseball go? Isn't he like the president, or isn't he like the principal or something? Like, no, no, you're talking about the, the you're talking about the assistant guy. coach. Yeah, the assistant guy. I don't Mr. really know his name. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> Lately, though, he hasn't been as worrisome. <laughs> but for most of the show, he's just like, oh my god, what are you gonna do? We're gonna fire. Oh no. I mean, he has he has two settings. He has. Oh my God, we're losing, which is pretty much what he stays in. And hey, we're winning, and that's pretty much that's that's his character. Yeah, <laughs> he's done. I didn't know he was the assistant coach. I thought he was like someone like worked like in the administration of the school and like was babysitting him because he kept like, if you lose, you're gonna lose your job, like threatening him and stuff. And then he's like, <laughs> Oh my God. I want to see an episode where we spend time at seeing the, the the staff, like the coaching staff, do their their school jobs. Because you know, I mean, all of these people are teachers, right? So they have classes that they oh, actually Kataoka teach. Kataoka as a teacher should be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Could you imagine him teaching like history or something? And like, <laughs> yeah, English? those those kids must be terrified. Like. <laughs> I, I really wish we saw more of the school. Uh, this is probably the only time in anime history I'll ever think this. Say. But <laughs> I, I wish we saw more of the school as a school, you know? Because what is it like to be at Sato and be in the art club? Like, what kind of untouchable, like, like absolute bottom of the caste system must you be if you're <laughs> if you're not in, plugged into the baseball universe somehow? You know? Because the the school, it feels like it's entirely about baseball. It, it it doesn't really feel like it. It you know like they're they're pretty much like yep. Yeah, we just want really good baseball players. We want to win championships. That's it. You know? Which is it's a good point, but it, it's also pretty weird because it's like yeah, this school has like two thousand students and only twenty of them play baseball. Right. They're, but they there is that big. You know, it's all about the baseball. The baseball. We only recruit the baseball. The baseball. It's like, but there's only twenty guys on the baseball. Well, team. there's only twenty people on the team, but there's more people doing baseball. 
Yeah, I thought like, there was the like whole, the whole school are is rejects. The entire student body is <laughs> baseball rejects. Well, I don't think everyone's baseball because there are a couple moments where they are in the classroom and like some girls are like, "Oh, it's the baseball guys." <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, That's because they were they're, football they're, players. They're crushed yeah. under the heels of of the baseball machine that is Sado. Jeez, this sure sounds like we're talking about high school football in Texas, and all of a sudden I don't like the series at all anymore. <laughs> well, okay. Like, earlier I said that it reminded me of the sports culture we have here, and, and in Alabama, you may you may have heard, football is, is kind of a thing. No way. And, um, you know, at the at the high school level, you know, you've got you've got these young people who are very much like the the young men that we see in uh, Ace of the Diamond, where you know they're trying to play their hardest so they can get into the pros and all this stuff, and you know it just uh, watching it as it got more into that, you know, especially with the third years because that's kind of what their focus was, kind of beginning to look ahead is, you know, it was kind of just uncanny valley, just how similar the situation is, and so. You know, you've got these you've got these third year students, and you know, the college entrance exams are coming up, and and they're like, yeah, we got to get to those eventually, but yeah, this baseball thing, we got to we really got to work hard at this and like get it together, and and you know, so we can go to the pros, and it, it was just mind blowing how similar that is to the mentality that you see here uh, with a lot of high school athletics. It's very much a, you know. I got to get into a good in, on a good football team so I can get to the pros, or you know, in so, in other cases it's you know let me play for a year and then and then enter the draft or something. I, I thought that was just kind of freaky how similar they were. That's a, yeah, I don't think any other series did that before. That doesn't sound familiar. Like yeah, it's just totally like watching Varsity Blues or something, except baseball, which is better than football. So yeah, I, I mean it's you know. <laughs> It's really weird. I mean, the the whole idea of you know the couple of scenes where we have where I think there's one where um, what's the third year pitcher for Sato, the bald guy, Tanba. That's right. Tanba, there we go. Tanba, Tanba's talking to his his best bro pal about you know the future and all that stuff. Yeah, on the beach. Like oh yeah, like we've we've I don't want to give up on baseball and. You know, at that point in their in their high school career, they should be studying their asses off for college because those entrance exams are ridiculous. So, you know, it's kind of amazing that they kind of uh, kind of allude to that. There's a moment where they're like, "Why aren't you guys studying?" And it's like, "Oh yeah. no, we're good." Yeah, that's why they can't right. play in the fall tournament because technically they could do in the fall tournament as well, right. but they're choosing not to because Japan has ridiculous standards for getting into college crazy standards like insane so i mean I, I think that when you look at kind of the the emphasis it, it it's just really interesting because you have other shows where you have you have people who have have repeatedly tried to take the college entrance exams and haven't made it so you got to figure you know these folks that have devoted so much of their waking hours to baseball but how are they going to make it and and it pretty much boils down to i'm really good at baseball so you're going to give me a scholarship and and the smart colleges that want to have good baseball teams they go okay <laughs> you know it's it's exactly like the football culture down here it's crazy scarily so i'd rather watch that show the third years playing baseball in college but no now i feel all bad because salamura is a total idiot so like at the very end of ace of diamond in you know 15 years 
you know, and he's finally a third year. He's not going to be able to get into college. And they're going to, you know, and the only reason he gets to go to college is because he can play baseball. Otherwise, he would totally be the, well, the world needs people to pump gas, too, which is, like, <laughs> hella depressing. Well, Salamar can just go straight to the pros. True. But didn't didn't that big dude with the belly go straight to the pros? Yeah. Azuma. Azuma. Yeah. yeah. With the, uh, I don't see like, how. Because he's a power That's also writer. depressing. He's basically David Ortiz. <laughs> every word when he came back, every word out of his mouth was just it was just it came back with the coach saying, You need to fucking worry about your own shit. You're a professional <laughs> baseball player now. Grow up. I wanna see a flashback to the coach's career. Yeah, we need a prequel with the coach playing basketball, uh, baseball. Cool spin-off series. Yep, I'm for that. The coaches awesome. probably played I'm both. Sorry. He's probably that awesome. He played all the sports. <laughs> <laughs> Took all the teams to nationals and all the sports. <laughs> How are you going to do this? You have to get across the country that in coach. two hours to play another team in another sport. How are you going to do it, coach? I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> that coach really is like the epitome of like manly Japanese manliness. I mean, he's straight so up. Cool. He needs <laughs> he needs a katana and a top knot, and he'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom. But yeah, I want to. I want to see. <laughs> the bathroom scene. Where they're, where, I don't yeah. Whether in like the onsen bath, or something? He walks in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just like come on in, and everyone's like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> good. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> They're like, who's man enough to step in the bath with the coach? Uh, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> He's gonna be judging me. <laughs> See, Ace of Diving is totally gay too. Oh it. All, there's plenty of dojin. Well, there's dojin for everything, though. True. Literally everything. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, Corey. I think we're good. Uh, yeah, so final thoughts on Ace of Diamonds. Start with Chris. Talking to, talking to everybody, you know, reminded, reminds me, you know, about everything that I did really enjoy about the series. And I did. I do still like this, the show. The last 13 episodes just was so much of a downer to keep just barreling through with the show that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. But talking to everybody, you know, it reminds me of all the good times and everything. So I hope that it can get back onto its horse and everything. But at the very least, you know, we had like a really good like 50, 60 episodes, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, Gary? I, I enjoyed the show. Um, you know, I I I do tend to agree with Chris that those last episodes, there's a bit of drag in there. Um, I, I feel really hopeful for this uh, what they're calling the second season, even though it's like like the fourth season. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I kind of feel like it's it's kind of come back full circle where you know at first we we were having to get to know Sawamura and he was a pain in the ass and we eventually learned to like him. And I think we're kind of in that same spot with, but with the whole team. And so we kind of have to get to know this whole new team and how its dynamics work and, and kind of share in its kind of journey through this fall tournament. So 
I'm I'm hopeful. I'm I'm excited. I think it'll be a, a, a good show and if listeners haven't watched it before, highly recommended. It it very much loves the game of baseball and you can really feel that in the episodes. It's all about the sport. So happy about that. It's all about Koshian. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just really like it's my favorite baseball anime, easily, hands down, even being big wind up. Um and yeah, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Where uh, where the second years have to uh, carry the team now. So hopefully, hopefully it stays good for me anyway. <laughs> Corey, I was a fiery ball of rage after the Inoshita. <laughs> <game. laughs> uh, but uh, you know, the retirement game. Uh, calm my nerves, and uh, I, I'm just gonna end it there on a high note. You know, I don't want to come back to it and then just everything be soiled again. <laughs> what if we tell you soiled? later it becomes good? Would you go back and watch it then? I don't know if I, I don't know if I can trust it. <laughs> it. Well, you have Corey with a K to blame for that with his A plus reviews on every single episode. Yep. Can't trust hey, you I, I yelled at him for some things because it's like, how come you didn't give this one an A plus? <laughs> well, that was early on though. Like for real, like the last twenty episodes, it's just like A plus, A plus, <laughs> so good. He's been right, man, for the most part. Well, okay, I mean, it those those last episodes are hard, but it's all about you know. To I think that the buildup of of how much emotional investment we have in it at this point, since we've all seen everything so far, kind of. That that carries a lot of weight. So even even those slower episodes are still, you still want to keep seeing what happens next. Yeah, I was crushed. I was like, yeah, they're gonna win. They're gonna go to nationals. They're gonna lose in nationals. And then you know, I was pretty upset. Gonna, yep. This show is really good at that though. They're really good at making you feel what they want you to feel. And yeah, they wanted you to kick Sawamura in the junk when you first met him. <laughs> They wanted you to feel absolutely devastated when the third years uh, fell short. So, I mean, in terms of execution, I think this is a really great show. I really love the series. I have grown to love Sego as a team, and even after Sawamura graduates, I could continue watching Ace of Diving as Sego grows more. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's that's a great that's a great way to to put it. All right, where are you guys on the internet, Chris? I'm on Twitter, well, technically. Um, I don't think I've posted on there a lot lately. Um, go Koofy, it's Goku and Luffy squished together. <laughs> go Cuffy. <laughs> go Cuffy. <laughs> I would just leave with that, Chris. That's, that, Yeah. Straight up. And that's about it, though. I still have two more reviews to write and put on Fandom Post before I can officially call that chapter closed. But, yeah. Uh, Megani Buwain. Soon. I'm not, when I'm not dying. Last, <laughs> last, we, last weekend was Easter and anniversaries and birthdays, and this week I'm dying. So. It's because you were doing so much last weekend. I know. We are Megani Buwain. Stop being so busy, God. Garrick, hit him next. Me? Uh, well, I, I tweet a lot. Um, 
you can find me on Twitter at at Jadado, which is J Y A R E D D O. Um, you can also find me blogging about uh, gaming uh, at a blog I launched just this past month at uh, SaveVerses.me. If you're into tabletop gaming, board any kind of gaming that's on a tabletop, so board gaming, card gaming, RPGs, um, I, I blog about it uh, once a week on Sundays, and we are our um, first interview post actually just went up about 30 minutes ago. So Ooh, go check it out. I'll have to read that. Oh, and I also occasionally write for any gamers. Um, yeah, so check me out there too. Awesome. Hey, I am on Twitter at at Azandra, and that's it because my blog is pretty much dead. <laughs> but you still update it every time you go to a convention to buy things, don't you? Uh, I didn't update it last year. I didn't okay. do anything with it last year. What? Instead, I just post everything on Twitter or maybe Facebook. But I'm not giving out my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey. Cyborg Soda on Twitter. And uh, that's about it. I wanted to do a Kudamochi laugh. See if I can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. Yeah. That was strong. Yeah. Uh, all right, and I am at Impassionate K on Twitter. We are at Taiku Podcast. We're also on Tumblr, TaikuPodcast.tumblr.com, or our regular website, TaikuPodcast.com, which Corey will update eventually. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Subscribe to us on iTunes and all that good junk. Thanks, guys, for coming on and talking about baseball. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yep. Bye. よく手抜いれ Chris. What? Don't be sick. I've been sick like all Great advice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to not be sick since like Since you were born? Wednesday. No, no, this is a new thing. I I don't understand this. Are you gonna make it? No.
<laughs> He's got the yips. He can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a moment in time when I was still in bed about an hour ago, where oh, I contemplate where I contemplated typing up a manifesto and just saying, "Here you go, Corey." <laughs> <laughs> An ace of diamond manifesto. Yeah.